Hello and welcome into the July 14th edition of the Just Talk Pod with George Arjour, brought to you by The Sports on Tap and BetUs.com. Use promo code The Sports on Tap to receive 125% bonus on all your bets at BetUs.com. This episode, as always, I'm still going to explain this for a little bit until people get the hang of it. We have our appetizer, our short bite-sized story, our entree, the meat and potatoes of our podcast, and of course, our dessert, our free money play brought to you by BetUs. All right, guys. So today's episode is going to be fun. Team USA basketball, Shohei Otani, and of course, NBA Finals bet for game four. All right. I hope you enjoy the episode but first we have a word from our sponsor all right let's get started right to the appetizer today the appetizer today is team usa basketball team usa basketball as many of you know have now played three games they did beat argentina today i'm going to pull up that final score as i'm talking to you right now um, team Team Uyani actually dominated Argentina to a 108-80 victory, so they fixed a lot of their problems. But a lot of people are wondering, man, Team USA has lost in two exhibition matches now, one to Nigeria and one to Australia. Before this, since 1992, when NBA players were actually allowed to play for Team USA in exhibition matches, Team USA was 52-0. and Their last three matches or games, one and two. Obviously, they lost to Nigeria, they lost to Australia, and they just beat Argentina, where they looked focused, and they looked like they are going in for to actually beat Argentina. It wasn't even much of a game. They dominated Argentina, and that's kind of my thing here. It's like, okay, people are going to be panicking about Team USA. Like, oh, my God, Team USA can't win. You know how people complain. Relax. Team USA is the best team in this tournament. The question you need to ask here is why has the gap gotten smaller between the United States and the rest of the world in terms of basketball? And it's very simple to me. Basketball is an easy sport to pick up. And what do I mean by easy? No, I'm not saying it's easy just to go play and become a really good basketball player. I'm saying soccer and basketball are accessible. American football is not accessible. You can't just go practice by yourself. You need pads. You need all this. You know what else is not acceptable? accessible? Baseball. Yeah, they play in Dominican, but you need a bat. You need a pitcher. You need gloves. You need a lot of equipment. Basketball and soccer, you just need a ball and a basket or a ball and a net. So now with the accessibility of basketball and the globalization of basketball, and you can thank Michael Jordan for globalization. You can thank the 92 Dream Team for globalization, and then Kobe, and LeBron, and Curry. We've seen basketball be played now not exclusively by the United States. So the gap has gotten smaller in the style of play. That's one. Number two gap, officiating. FIBA, international basketball, is officiated a lot different than the NBA. You saw these guys fishing for fouls. They're not going to get those fouls in FIBA. Number three, continuity. Look, all these other teams play as a team. They know to play as a team. They don't have these a bunch of superstars. Our team has guys like Kevin Durant, Dame Lillard, Jason Tatum, 
Bradley Beal, and we're asking all those guys to play different roles. I think like that's why Draymond, I think, is going to be so good for this team is he already kind of plays that role that will fit into this team. So you're going to see Draymond playing crunch time minutes for Team USA down the stretch because Draymond actually knows how to play in that team system. He's been asked to be the fourth, fifth guy. But we're asking a lot of ones to become threes, a lot of four twos to become fives. And really, that's a hard adjustment for a lot of these NBA players. So it looks clunky while the other teams are really going there. Now, as this tournament goes on and on, and once they get to the Olympics and they start playing games, I assure you Team USA is going to be fine. I still think they win the gold medal. They're heavy favorites to win the gold medal. And I'd be pretty surprised if they didn't figure it out and win the gold medal at the end. Not saying nope, but now it's not this unbeatable team. And, you know, it's going to be more fun to watch for us because because we're now we're watching real basketball. It's not going to be like when we the Team USA in 92 Olympics played Angolia and won by 7,800 points. But I still think Team USA wins. All right, now on to the main course. Shohei Otani versus Stephen A. Smith. And if you follow me on TikTok at George on Tap or Twitter, I posted it there. I think I posted it on Facebook as well. I gave, you know, gave my quick thoughts about it. But here I want to elaborate a little bit more. So Stephen A. Smith said that Shohei Otani cannot be the face of Major League Baseball because he doesn't, you know, speak good enough English and you need an interpreter. And I think quote unquote. How can you be the uh, face of baseball if you don't even know what the hell he is saying? And of course, everyone got upset at Stephen A. Smith. Now, I agree with the upset, being upset with Stephen A. Smith. I actually totally agree with it because it was out of line. He can be the face of baseball. And we're going to get, we're going to cover two things on this topic. One, why Shohei Otani actually is the face of baseball, could be the face of baseball, and what, and will be the face of baseball. And I want to cover another topic with this about are people actually mad at Stephen A. Smith or not? Because I got an interesting take here. But let's start with the was Steve, why Shohei Otani can be the face of Major League Baseball. And Jeff Paston said it best on ESPN this morning. He's an immigrant. He left everything behind. This is America, right? This is the land of opportunity, dreams, sacrificing everything to get to the top. And that's what Shohei Otani did. Two, baseball's never been a verbal sport. The best player in baseball for the last six, seven, eight years has been Mike Trout. I beg you to find me one memorable quote by Mike Trout. One. I'll wait because I know you cannot think of one Mike Trout quote on the top of your head, and neither can I. And he is baseball's best player. He was the face of baseball was Mike Trout. So maybe we can't have a mute be the face of baseball, not Shohei Otani. It's not about the talking. It's about what he does. Baseball, unlike basketball, unlike football, it's rare after games in even NBA regular season, NBA TNT postgame show, ESPN, they put these guys on a podium and ask them hundreds of questions. NFL, the face of the NFL, we can say is Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, whatever order you want to put in, put them in. After games, they go on a podium. They're the face. There's talk. There's verbal. Baseball doesn't do that. So I don't believe you need a guy who speaks great English to be the face of baseball. I would argue for a while, Pedro Martinez for a few years was the face of baseball. Ken Griffey Jr. was the face of baseball. He was verbal. 
People love them, of course. But people love this TikTok era. And I think that's what why Shohei Otani could be the face of baseball. He's great for TikTok era. And what do I mean by TikTok era? That's what this is the kind of the point of his podcast is to be TikTok era. That's why I'm doing a lot of TikTok content. It's bite-sized content. And Shohei Otani is the essence of the bite-sized content. You see Otani. You can see it quick. Pitch. Wow, what a pitch. Shared on TikTok. Swing and home run. Power. The grace of the swing. You can share it. It's bite-sized content. It's shareable. You can send it to a friend. And when you send something to a friend, that's why I'm making this podcast 10 minutes long, 11 minutes long, is because of that. Because, look, when you send something to a friend and you say, hey, man, give me, you should watch this. It's 10 minutes long. Okay. I got 10 minutes today. Check this guy out, George. But if you send someone something that is an hour and a half long, hmm, now you're you're now you're asking me to make really make a commitment. That's why it's much easier to tell a friend, hey, go watch this uh, new Netflix series. Check out episode one, see if you like it, than to tell your friend go read a book or watch a movie. Probably not going to do it. It's too much of a time commitment. That's why soccer is blowing up in this country. And you you guys see the numbers. I know a lot of people are anti-soccer. Oh, soccer, Europeans, oh my God. No, go look at the numbers. The ratings are through the roof. It's bite-sized content. You're not asking kids to commit all day in this era where kids don't have attention. 45 minutes, watch a match, halftime, 45 minutes, go home, game over. The second piece I want to talk about is, are we actually pissed off at Stephen A. Smith? It's a good question. I think some people are. But the thing I saw that was more interesting to me than being pissed off at Stephen A. Smith was the amount of people who were mad that Stephen A. Smith is not in trouble. Now, Stephen A. Smith did apologize, and I totally disagree with his comments. But the amount of effort that was put into why Stephen A. could say this, if a white man said this, he'd be fired. Maybe. But it makes me wonder, are you actually mad at the comments about Shohei Otani? Or are you just mad that Stephen A. Smith didn't get in trouble? Because when I posted that TikTok video that has almost 200,000 views now and has hundreds and hundreds of comments, I look through them and all I see is people saying, if Stephen A. Smith was white, he'd be fired. Possibly. But are you actually, that's my question to most, are you mad at his comments about Shohei Otani or are you mad that he didn't get in trouble? That's the big question I have to pose today about the Shohei Otani and Stephen A. Smith comments. All right, now on to our dessert. As always, our dessert is one bet of a day. I think we're four and three now. Um, and today's bet of the day is brought to you by BetUs. That's B-E-T-U-S dot com slash the sport. BetUs dot com. There's no slash the sports on tap. It's just BetUs dot com. B-E-T-U-S dot com. And then you use promo code the sports on tap. You will get a hundred and twenty five percent bonus on your first deposit. What does that really mean, George? Well, that means if you put in a hundred dollars. You'll get $125 in free money play. It's one of the world's most trusted sports book with the best odds and fantastic customer service. Then they pay out quickly, whether you want to check, cash, write to your bank account, or even Bitcoin. 
Check out BetUs.com and use promo code the Sports on Tap. Today, July 14th, the bet of the day is the Milwaukee Bucks minus four and a half versus the Phoenix Suns. Look, I know I'm living in Phoenix, but you have to love what you've been seeing out of Giannis, man. Giannis has been an absolute beast, an absolute wrecking ball. And I don't think the Phoenix Suns have an answer for Giannis at all. And that scares you, has to scare you as a Phoenix Suns fan. Um, the Bucks and the Suns have played five times this season. Four of those times, Giannis has scored 40 plus points. The one time he didn't was game one, coming off an injury in rust. That tells me a lot. Giannis is putting the team on his back. Giannis is maybe putting out a performance. Uh, if they win this game, you know, one of the best NBA final performances in recent memory. Take the Bucks on in this game. Four and a half points. Giannis, I think, dominates again. The only answer they have for Giannis is DeAndre Ayton, who actually does a really good job on Giannis, but the problem is it gets him in foul trouble. And their bench is not – they have no one on the bench if DeAndre Ayton's in foul trouble to put on Giannis. So I think the Bucks go back to Phoenix tied 2-2. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the Just Talk Pod with George Arjour. Brought to you by the Sports on Tap. Visit thesportsontap.com for all our podcasts. And you know what? Do me a favor. All right. If you like this podcast, just do me a quick favor. All you have to do is text a friend, copy the link, email someone. Or if you're at work, tell your coworker. They like sports. Check me out. Check out this podcast. We're going to be doing some really fun stuff here upcoming. Um, we're going to be doing some fun topics that are a little off the cusp. We're also going to um, be do- going back to doing some interviews. Those are going to be co- released as special episodes. So I, I've done. I've, I've been reaching out to a few people. We just do like long form interviews, fun half an hour, forty minute interviews, and they're just a separate podcast. Those will probably come out on weekends, uh, most likely. So stay tuned for those. And uh, I really thank you all. This has been brought to you by Sports on Tap, the Internet's Pub. Cheers.